It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Arizona Coyotes put a halt to the Golden Knights win streak at 10. Win this game 3 to nothing. Let's head back to the radio booth, bring in Dan Duva, the voice of the Golden Knights, to break this one down. And you know what, Dan, I mean, obviously you're not going to win every single game. That's unrealistic. The Golden Knights just did not seem to have the offensive spark that we've seen over this 10-game win streak. No, it looked like a team that's playing the 49th game in, uh, of a 56-game condensed schedule. And again, you know, you throw in the fact that they played one game in six days. And overall, that rest would be helpful. But then all of a sudden, you go from not playing a ton to then having to play, you know, a couple of games in short order. You wonder how much they put into that Colorado game. Not that it was the best of performances, but then you got to come back here and play Arizona, a team that is, uh, you know, play better today than Colorado did couple of days ago it was not the best showing from colorado or vegas a couple of nights back arizona was was really good here they challenged the knights offensive structure there was no easy ice today and and i mean that in in terms of strategy that knights didn't get anything handed to them and then the more literal easy ice it, it was not smooth it did not appear they couldn't make the kind of crisp plays that they often do. And then Aiden Hill was downright terrific. And he's six foot six, and he seemed even bigger than that the way that he played. You know, Dan, I, I mean, Aiden Hill was really good, but you got to give credit to the Arizona Coyotes who did have a, a really good game in terms of tight checking, contesting everything for the Golden Knights. Well, what do you expect to see out of Vegas tomorrow to kind of counter that effort that they saw tonight from Arizona? I, I can't help but wonder about who might be in the lineup tomorrow. As Vegas went into this game with Yurko and Secura in the same lineup, no Marcia, so no Wad, no Nosek. They had Tuck with Carlson and Smith. They moved off of that. They had Yanmark there later on with Carlson and Smith. I can't help but wonder if they would go into the next game with Yanmark in that spot with Carlson and Smith, or maybe Marcia so is ready to return. Or do they try somebody else there? I, I think that there will be some discussion among the staff as it relates to finding the right combination of forwards. You know, Patrick, Stevenson, and Stone have done a lot. They did not look really good themselves either. So it's not like they were good and everybody else was not. No, nobody was good today. But I wonder if you could get a spark by uh, finding different combinations with some of those depth players. Again, they were a guy short today. You know, they, they've been doing that a lot, where it's either Dylan Conklin as a 12th forward and players double-shifting. Today it was just 11 forwards and 17 skaters. And that, that adds up. Somebody's got to play those minutes. So, I, again, I wonder if they can get Marcia so back. But maybe Nick Watt is good enough to get back in. He did skate today, uh, an optional morning skate. Uh, those are the things that would be on my mind going into tomorrow's game. It just is, this is the National Hockey League. It's too hard to play too many games without a full complement of 12 forwards. As always, Dan, thanks for joining us here on the postgame show, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights radio network presented by Dollar Loan Center.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights lose to the Arizona Coyotes 3 to nothing. Offense just not there for the Golden Knights, which is not something we're used to seeing, especially when you look at how prolific they had been over this 10-game win streak. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Jonathan Marcheseau did not play tonight. The Golden Knights had just 11 forwards, six defensemen, so did play short a man. Nick was closer to returning. Tomasz Nosek uh, still a ways away. Will Jonathan Marcheseau be able to go tomorrow? I think that's kind of the big question right now for the Golden Knights, just in terms of of the injuries right just in terms of of that piling up and who will be in and out of the lineup for the golden knights like uh, you look at a game like tonight uh, where just kind of energy wasn't where you needed it to be the there wasn't much of a spark from the golden knights offensively it was disjointed at times and you know i i look at marcia so kind of not being in the lineup and and when you look at the way that he plays the game he's a spark plug He's just that type of guy that if there's not much going on, he's going to do something uh, to to get something going for the Golden Knights. So just didn't have it tonight. You're not going to win every game. Win streak ends at 10. But let's head back to Arizona, bring in head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight. What's what, 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 the difference as you evaluate this one? Um, you know, I, well... I'd like to wrap it all up in a little box and have an answer, but I think it was a bunch of things. I think uh, we won 10 games in a row, and it's, this is a hard league to win two in a row, never mind 11. Um, I thought you have to give them credit. They, they were desperate. They were energized. Uh, they're coming off a couple losses, uh, you know, and, and I thought they played a really good game. Their goalie was good. Um, you know, it was a lot of little things that kind of added up to, to a loss. So we've got to uh, fix it and move on and uh, look at it and move on and get ready for tomorrow night. Next, we'll go to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. Mark Stone mentioned that there might have been an emotional letdown after the 10 straight wins and the win against Colorado. Did you get that sense at all tonight? Uh, sure. I, I think that's natural. Um, you know, and at the same time, it's a one nothing game midway through the the second period, uh, you know, or deep into the second period, and it's still right there for us. So I, I think we've found, you know, we, we, we haven't always, through the streak, we haven't, our emotional level hasn't been at a 10 the entire time. We just found ways to win games, and uh, we didn't tonight. Next question comes from Alan Snell, LV Sports Biz. Hi, Alan. Hi, Pete. Um, in a loss like this where the intensity level might not be really at peak level, do you just try to um, just flush it away and um, turn up the juice tomorrow? Yeah, and, you know, we've got to look at some things. They, they did some things uh, to keep us, uh, you know, from the scoring areas and, and on the outside and the perimeter a little bit more than we'd like to be. So, you know, we've got to solve their goal. He's played well against us and, um you know, we've got to find a way to make it tougher on him tomorrow night. Next, we'll go to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. I was just wondering 
But if you can give an update on Jonathan March, so uh, maybe why he didn't play tonight and just what is his status for tomorrow? Yeah, uh, I, I would call him day-to-day. Uh, it's nothing serious, but uh, wasn't able to go tonight. And we'll look at him tomorrow morning and and uh, see how much uh, improvement's been made. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer after tonight's loss to the Arizona Coyotes. A lot to dissect there. We've got highlights coming up. All still to get to here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights dropped this one three to nothing to the Arizona Coyotes. Robin Leonard, since becoming a Vegas Golden Knight, has just two regulation losses. 15-2-2. That's Robin Leonard in the regular season for the Vegas Golden Knights. Both regulation losses to the Arizona Coyotes. Who had that on their bingo card? I don't think anybody. But that is indeed the truth. So let's, let's kind of dissect here for a minute Pete DeBoer. And in tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians, that was Pete DeBoer uh, in the last segment. Uh, a lot of little things that ended up in a loss. one nothing game late in the second period. Still winnable. Still winnable game there for the Golden Knights. Just not much going on. And he talked about the 10-game win streak, and I think this is really interesting. We just found ways to win, right? The Golden Knights, over the course of those 10 games, just found ways to win. Tonight they didn't. And, and that's interesting. Like, that's a moment of honesty right there from your head coach. Like, we look at these games, found ways to win. Do we have our best stuff every night? Absolutely not. But found ways to win. That's what, that's what a 10-game win streak essentially is. You just got to find ways. And tonight didn't go in the Golden Knights' favor. They just didn't have it. And you could see that they didn't have it. And it was one of those games where you got to try to battle through. you got to look for a spark. It never came for the Vegas Golden Knights. So it's back to the drawing board. And I, I think the, the positive thing right now for the Golden Knights is they get to go right back out and do it again tomorrow. You get to get right back in the saddle and take on the Arizona Coyotes tomorrow. And hopefully you're looking for a different outcome. So let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We're going to go all the way back to the first period. And listen, the Coyotes, their, their season's on the line here. I, they need both of these games against the Vegas Golden Knights. And knowing full well that Arizona needed this game, they came out on fire, pushing the pace. And it was John Hayden who put the Coyotes up one to nothing. Bumped off the puck by Broussard. Right point shot, save. Rebound was loose. Another shot, they score. John Hayden finds the rebound. And Arizona strikes first. 1-0 Yotes with 10.47 to go in the first period. 
That's John Hayden from Derek Brassard and Jason Demers at 9-13 of the first period to make it one to nothing Arizona. Not much else going on in that first period. The Golden Knights would push late in the period, but Arizona equal to the task. We would head to the second period. The Coyotes would have the edge in shots on goal, but it's Robin Leonard needing to be sharp coming up with our AAA insurance save of the game. Now Brassard, three on one. Brassard right wing, works around, he stops. Can't shoot. Now he does fire to save. Letter holding his ground. A point blank stop on Derek Broussard. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So thanks in large part to Rob and Leonard. This is a one nothing game going into the third period. And then just 90 seconds into the period, the Coyotes would add to the lead lead as Michael Bunting would beat Robin Leonard. We, we started the broadcast, we talked about points. Schmaltz works in, shooting, save, rebound, score! Leonard made the initial stop, but he couldn't stop the rebound chance. Michael Bunting with his ninth goal in his 16th game including two against the Knights, and Arizona has a 2-0 lead 90 seconds into the third. That's Michael Bunting from Nick Schmaltz at 1.30 of the third period to make it 2-0 Arizona. The Golden Knights would push back. They would try to, to find at least a goal. Robin Leonard would be pulled, and it was Christian Fisher icing the game. Here comes Arizona with an empty net. Petrangelo back to the middle. Fisher scores. Empty net goal for Arizona. 3-0 Coyotes with 2.37 to play. That's Christian Fisher from Christian Dvorak and Lawson Krause at 17.23 of the third period to make it 3-0 Arizona. An empty net goal. And all that was left in this game was the final call. Vegas gets it out to center with 10 seconds left in regulation. Coyotes control, and back it comes for a D-zone possession. Four seconds left. Aiden Hill, the 24-year-old from British Columbia, gets his third career shutout. He and the Coyotes blank the Knights 3-0 at Gila River Arena in Glendale. And just the second regulation loss in Robin Leonard's Golden Knights regular season career. Both have come at the hands of these Coyotes. There you have it, 3-0 the final. The Arizona Coyotes end the 10-game win streak of the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas was looking for 11 here, and they just could not do it. We go back, take a look at uh, just the shots on goal in this game by period. 11 shots on goal for Vegas in that first period. Second period, just six. You've got to give the Arizona Coyotes a lot of credit for contesting everything. It was a tight checking game. The Coyotes get that lead and then they just go into prevent shutdown mode. They did not allow the Golden Knights the middle of the ice. So I thought it was interesting when Pete DeBoer talks about needing to find ways because Arizona did things in this game to prevent Vegas from getting good looks. And they did. In the third period, when the Golden Knights should be frantically trying to get this game back to square, just eight shots on goal for Vegas in the third period. It was a clinic 
by the Arizona Coyotes. 15 block shots for Arizona, but it was more than just the block shots. It was the gap control that Arizona had. It was their ability to keep Vegas largely to the outside. There were plenty of shifts in this game. And I remember in the first intermission asking Gary Lawless about the hardworking shifts that the Golden Knights had in the offensive zone along the wall. Like, you, you like offensive zone possession time. You do. Because when the puck is in the offensive zone, the other team cannot score. That, that is a fact. That is just something that is a fact, right? But when you do have that offensive possession time, you've got to figure out ways to get the puck off the wall into the middle of the ice and force the goaltender to make a save. Aiden Hill was very good in this game. But the Golden Knights didn't make it hard enough on him. How many rebound opportunities were there for Vegas? How many second and third looks did you see in this game for the Golden Knights? Not many. And so when you've got a goaltender who knows where the pressure's coming from because the team in front of him is doing a great job of funneling everything to the outside, he's going to be able to make the saves. Aiden Hill was good, didn't have to be spectacular, and it ends up with a shutout victory for the Arizona Coyotes. So in terms of the Golden Knights, in terms of offensive possession, it, it, it's great to have it until it's something that just doesn't materialize in terms of offensive chances. It's great to be in the offensive zone, but at some point you've got to move the puck off the wall into the front of the net and score some goals. And so the Golden Knights did not really get there tonight. There were some looks. I, I look back to that save on Max Pacioretty when, when Shea Theodore springs Max Pacioretty on a partial breakaway. In fact, Pacioretty had a couple of really good looks in the first period. Those go in. It's a different story. But the Golden Knights on Wednesday against Colorado were opportunistic. They were able to find pockets where their offense could, could just go to work, get some goals, make it comfortable. Never happened in this game. It never happened in this game. And I'm curious, when, when you hear Pete DeBoer talk about needing to look at different things, needing to look at different types of attack to figure out how to score in this, in this game coming up tomorrow, I think that's interesting. I, like, I look at that, and I'm excited because I want to see what the different looks are for the Golden Knights. They have been very, very good lately at finding ways to get to the front of the net. They've been very good at breaking pucks out of their own zone. They've been very good in terms of their structure. I'm curious to see what Vegas brings to the table tomorrow against Arizona because the Coyotes played a perfect game. You get a goal, tight checking, keep everything to the outside. It's up to the Golden Knights to not allow that to happen tomorrow. And, and the reason you don't want that to happen again tomorrow is because of what happened here tonight. Colorado Avalanche beat San Jose three to nothing. So in terms of watching the standings, it's now just a four point lead over the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado does have a game in hand. So for the Golden Knights who, who did all that good work to amass that six point lead over the Colorado Avalanche, you got to find a way to get right back in the win column. It's not doom and gloom. It's not to suggest that the Golden Knights aren't going to win the division or anything like that. you just got to take this one 
throw it in the rear view. But you do have to come out, if you're the Vegas Golden Knights, you've got to come out tomorrow, and you've got to be focused, and you've got to have the energy early. Because if the Coyotes get an early lead, what we've seen from Arizona is an ability to check you into oblivion and then take two points. So I'm very much curious to see what the Golden Knights come with tomorrow. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Arizona Coyotes defeat the Vegas Golden Knights 3 to nothing. 35-12 and 2. The record for the Golden Knights on the season 72 points. Colorado Avalanche pick up a crucial win tonight against the San Jose Sharks and pull to within 4 of the Vegas Golden Knights. 68 points for Colorado, 72 for Vegas, and then of course Arizona picking up a crucial two points to keep themselves in the hunt for that final playoff spot in the Honda West division. You know, you, you look at this game and we talked about it in the pregame show that, that there was an opportunity for the Golden Knights to not have a letdown game because you knew that Arizona was going to be playing for their proverbial playoff lives and I really thought that in that situation the Golden Knights would be able to match that intensity from Arizona and it just wasn't there and and in large part I think there's a lot of just wear and tear that goes into a 10 game win streak like you start to do things you start to go for broken games that you know, maybe otherwise you don't go for because of the streak, right? Like the streak tends to have a bigger meaning than just what you're doing within a game, what the process is, what's happening. So I think you try to do a little too much maybe to preserve that streak, to keep that going. And granted, the, the, the win against Colorado is huge just in terms of where the Golden Knights are at and what they're trying to do in, in winning this division. But you know, I wonder if the Golden Knights come out tomorrow a little bit looser now that the streak is over. I wonder if they come out tomorrow with just a little bit more jump, just a little bit more in general, because they're not worried about, they don't have in the back of their mind a franchise record win streak. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And it was Arizona scoring early and then just clamping things down. And, you know, in, in a game like this where the Golden Knights were able to get offensive zone time, where they were able to kind of play in the zone of the Arizona Coyotes, control the advanced statistics in terms of Corsi, in terms of shot attempts, in terms of all that, it never really felt dangerous and it never felt like the Golden Knights were going to break through because Arizona did a great job of checking 
They did a great job of contesting zone entries. They did a great job of contesting shots on goal. And they just did a really good job of clogging up the middle of the ice. And the Golden Knights couldn't get there. And if you can't get there, you're not going to score that often in the NHL. So for Vegas, it's pretty simple. You just you go back to the drawing board. You figure out a way to get to the middle of the ice. You figure out a way to get back to the blue paint. And I think that's what the Golden Knights are going to do tomorrow. They get another opportunity at the Arizona Coyotes. It's the final game between these two clubs in the regular season. Tomorrow, 7 p.m., we'll be with you for the pregame show starting at 6 p.m. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended postgame show is next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Postgame Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Golden Knights drop this one, three to nothing to the Arizona Coyotes. 35, 12, and two, 72 points. Also of note tonight, the Colorado Avalanche defeat the San Jose Sharks, pull to within four points of the Vegas Golden Knights with a game in hand. Let's bring in Darren Millard. Hey, Darren, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, T-Mobile Arena uh, tonight was the site of uh, our game. It was just a strange, uh, strange one, uh, watching it uh, in an empty arena, and it felt like there was that just lack of buzz in Glendale tonight uh, for the Golden Knights, which is which is different. They had. I, I look back at my notes and saw Patrietti had a great chance in the first period, and then a breakaway that uh, that rolled off his stick. William Carlson had an awesome look in the opening five minutes, and Will Carrier had a, a open look in the first seven minutes. So three shots, uh, three good looks in the first seven minutes of the first period, and at that point, I felt really good about things. And from maybe the 10-minute mark of the first until into the third period, not a lot happened offensively uh, for the Golden Knights, which is somewhat surprising given the role that they entered this game on. 702-876-1340 is the number if you would like to join us here on the extended postgame show. The streak is over. All good things must come to an end. And, you know, this, this one was interesting because it's the type of game that the Arizona Coyotes needed to have. They needed to get an early goal, and then they needed to be able to just kind of keep everything to the outside, keep the Golden Knights to the perimeter, and, and not allow them to get inside late as the game wore on. A very effective, very effective uh, performance by Rick Tockett and, and his crew uh, in this one. Uh, they they. The middle of the ice was difficult to get to, and you can go, uh, especially from from the adjustments uh, early in the game uh, to midway through the the third period, there was not a lot of looks from inside the the face-off circles, uh, and 
they they slowed they muddied the track if you want to use a term that uh, that is good going into the derby weekend uh, that was that was well executed from the and they, and they uh, the the Arizona Coyotes were physical tonight they doubled the the Golden Knights and hits you don't see that every night from a VGK standpoint. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you guys doing? I'm good. And uh, uh, I, I know Darren is the one that's uh, deserving of the, the jinx. Oh, no. Yeah, are you really it all, calling? Send it all, send it all his way. Really, send it all his um, way. I don't subscribe to Jinxes too much, but if it, I'm pretty sure that Darren was was the the spearhead on that one that really pushed it pretty bad on Thursday. All because I was talking about the uh, the all time wins record in for consecutive wins is 17, and if they if they ran the table, well, they they would break that. So well, I guess we can put that to the to the side. Does, does, <laughs> Stephanie, does it does it not like shock? It, it shows you how incredible a 10 game winning streak is. When the all-time winning streak record is is seventeen, yeah, I mean it's it, it's definitely nothing to like sneeze at. And when I look at this, I kind of feel the same way that people felt about us beating Colorado. Like we were a beat-up team tonight. We were playing short of forward. And when you look at the players that are out right now, the two that like come to mind for me are Marcheseau and Nosek, who on their lines have been kind of sorry, she's. Telling me is, that colors. Cl- is that Chloe? Um, they've been kind of the ones that have really been at the forefront pushing goals for their lines. So I think that the combination of those two especially being out ha- ha- had a pretty big impact tonight. I agree. Is that Chloe? Cleo, yeah. Cleo. Cleo, I, I knew I was going to screw it up. I was, okay, everybody I mixes I, it up. I thought I'd take a chance. Uh, I love the fact, uh, and good observations, uh, and I love the fact that Stephanie is chirping me. Tonight. Uh, that's that's great. You deserve it. Well, and, and it shows that people pay attention and people listen, like Stephanie. So, I, I absolutely deserve it. I, I will take full responsibility for it, and I will try to do better next time. Thanks, Stephanie. It, you know, it, it's funny because I I tried to direct the the blame where it was where it was due, but you know, the listeners they they never. They never let it go, Darren. You're, you're going to be the guy that ended the, uh, the win streak. Well done. Congratulations. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? Good. How are you guys tonight? Great. I'm good. First of all, I, I listen to you guys all the time. and i got to say, uh, Darren, your, your Twitter, your lack of Twitter knowledge is, is on point there. So I really love listening to you guys. Uh, banter about that uh on a daily basis uh <laughs> my uh i i got two questions for you re- really quick um my first question is you know uh marchi was missing tonight can you explain to me how the taxi squad works for this year because i guess i don't understand it because you know this is like the third or fourth game where they've had to play down or short a man or two, um, but then why do they have the taxi squad there if they can't insert them into the lineup? Uh, so there's a couple of things involved. There's uh, emergency recall, uh, and you have to have uh, one game uh, to go on that. So you have to kind of go short one game. 
if you don't have the necessary space uh, to fill. So so that this would be the one game, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be that long uh, for Jonathan Marsh or so. Uh, and the there's a, another component to it is uh, is that player can't make more than a million dollars, so you're you're limited uh, in in the the number of players or that that make less than a million dollars to come up, and uh, and then uh, there's a third thing that that uh, goes into where we are right now, and there's a limited number of recalls uh, after the trade deadline. That teams are are permitted to to make, and you have to you have to manage those. Uh, in fact, I had a, a conversation with Dave Tippett of the Edmonton Oilers today, and and he said that they're going through the the, the same thing right now. They haven't played a man short, but they they've gone with uh, a, a lineup that they would sound like they would have rather not gone with. Uh, but they had to manage the number of recalls because they've already made two. So there's three different areas, and if and if you kind of get into uh, a situation where it's where two of the three are impacting you, then you end up playing a man short. And when it's a bigger salary like Jonathan Marchessault that's out, it it also complicates things. Okay, but if that's it. that's because when you're that tight to the cap, uh, and you have a player that's just just nicked up. Or, or banged up but not going on long-term injury it can put you into uh, a, a bit of a bind and that's that's a risk yeah but the risk is deemed to be worth it when you can add a player like Alex Petrangelo or uh, a salary like Robin Leonard uh, and, and the goaltending numbers in place. Now, when they get to the postseason, does does this all change? That's that's the good, good follow up question. I appreciate it. It's like we're doing our own show here, Ryan. Uh, uh, I think we found a, a third co host here. If Chris Chapman can't make it uh, one day, uh, this the the playoffs side of it. No salary cap in the Stanley Cup playoffs, so it's wide open. You will not see the Golden Knights play a skater short in the Stanley Cup playoffs because you are not limited or bound by the $81.5 million salary cap. Uh, so that's great news going forward. There's only seven more games where you have to walk that tightrope uh, for Pete DeBoer, Kelly McCrimmon and company. Thank you for the call, Joe. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the extended post-game show. Let's bring in Lou. Lou, how you doing? Hey, Ryan. How's it going, buddy? I'm great, buddy. How you doing? You know what, man? Not too great tonight. I, You know what? I, I hate to have the streak loss on this kind of game but I want to kind of divert away from this game and ask the question that I asked on Twitter earlier and Darren this is kind of for you if you had to choose between having Gary Lawless be your father and (laughs) Tyler being your son which one would you choose Uh, Tyler Bischoff you asked that uh, on Twitter tonight yeah. I did. I asked that tonight. I, I don't. I didn't see that. So if, if Gary was going to be your dad or Tyler Bischoff was going to be your son, which one question. would you choose? That is question. that is a dilemma right there. And I would say, uh, and that uh, I, I would definitely go with Tyler Bischoff being my son. At least that oh puts. God. At least no, no. At no. least that puts me in charge. No, it doesn't. At no, least doesn't. that. That no, makes doesn't. me uh, in control of the situation uh, to the to the best that I can handle it. I don't want to be the subordinate to Gary. I or, mean, I'm not. I'm not. 
Yeah, I just, that's, that's not going to, I'm never going to vote for being Gary's son. And if, if he heard this or he saw that question, I'm in big trouble. I might as well be his son if, if he even gets that into, the, into his head. I can't believe you, you didn't see this. Well, I was busy. <laughs> I, I was I busy. I saw it. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't you, surf a lot no, you during the game. You, you weren't that busy. <laughs> you, you just ignored that question. <laughs> I will. I will look for it uh, now because I, I didn't. Uh, I, I don't think I was on Twitter at all uh, during the course of uh, during the course of this this night. But I, I will respond to you, and and I will make sure Gary Lawless knows that uh, there's no chance that I'm going to be raised by him. <laughs> you guys have a good night. <laughs> you too. Thanks. That kind Thanks. of sums up what kind of game it was, though. Yeah, I mean that, that that we're going we're going through that because it just it was one of those ones that that snuck up on me. I didn't expect that type of uh, not lethargic effort, but because uh, the I think the effort was there, but the uh, lack of ability to get to really tough areas for an extended period of time, which was the back half of the first and into the third. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough game for the Golden Knights, just one in which offensively they were out of sync all night when you look at the roster you look at the lineup uh, down Jonathan Marcheseau a spark plug if there ever was one uh, this is the type of game where you could have used a Jonathan Marcheseau 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break it's the extended postgame show Fox Sports Las Vegas Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Golden Knights drop this one 3 to nothing to the Arizona Coyotes. 35, 12, and 2, 72 points. Colorado Avalanche did beat San Jose tonight, 3 to nothing. So they pulled to within 4 points of the Golden Knights with a game in hand. 702-876-1340 is the number. The streak is over at 10, thanks in large part to Chris Chapman and Darren Millard, if you believe in jinxes. I don't, but I just want to be very clear that if you're going to yell jinx, yell it at Darren Millard, 702-876-1340, call in right now and yell jinx at Darren Millard. That would be great. Darren, you're I didn't a jinx. do anything. Okay. All right. And it was Chapman that brought it up. It was you I that just, leaned into it. I clarified. Oh, you that leaned it wasn't, hard. Though it wasn't Montreal that had the record, uh, rather Pittsburgh, in 92-93. And uh, somewhere tonight, Yarmir Yager and Mary Lemieux are popping some champagne. Tom Barrasso saying that, uh, that they don't have to fend off any more uh, challenges to the all-time winning streak in the National Hockey League, which remains at 17. Not enough games left to uh, to make it happen. Make it happen now, but it just like 10 double-digit winning streaks yeah. in the National Hockey League yeah. are very, very rare, and we just witnessed one. Yeah, I mean the the Golden Knights went on a run that that was really really next level and, and it, it was the offense that was really coming through you highlighted earlier today on the golden knights insider show that the penalty kill has been just out of this world dynamic for the golden knights and 
you know, special teams ha- had been uh, had been good for Vegas on this 10-game win streak. They really didn't have a lot of opportunities tonight on the power play to, to find a spark and get a goal. No, they had a, a third-period man advantage. Mark Stone hit the post uh, as the puck just slid uh, to the wide side of the net on Aiden Hill. But, uh, like, there's, there's something to be said about a, a letdown, too. And, and Mark uh, alluded to it during his, his postgame media availability. Uh, after you go through an incredible winning streak and then you survive that great game for uh, in front of a national audience on Wednesday against your chief rival and you widen the lead for first place uh, against Colorado, uh, I'm, not, I'm not surprised that there was uh, a bit of uh, just a, a fallback. In, in the um, in the zip and in, in the intensity in, in this game and uh, it was it was three and a half weeks ago that Arizona was in the building that I'm standing in right now in T-Mobile Arena and got uh, fed in the first game and this was not uh, by no means uh, a lopsided game uh, Arizona and Vegas tonight but uh, Arizona didn't play well in the first game of that series uh, earlier this month and and they came back with a much better effort in the second one. Uh, and dropped uh, a very close game. I would think that uh, uh, that you'll see a much different Golden Knights performance uh, tomorrow night. And the other part is you're, you're missing a winger tonight, Ryan. Yeah. And that's that's a different rotation for uh, Steve Spot, Pete DeBoer, uh, and Ryan Craig to uh, the assistant coaches that handle up front for them to to make the lines work when you're missing a winger instead of a centerman that just cycles set three centermen through four lines. Very different, uh, different scenario, and I think that might have a little bit to do with just being a, uh, a touch out of sync uh, during the course of the game. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. It was one of those situations where, you know, the Golden Knights. You, you look at this game. You look at uh, kind of all, all the all the extra stuff surrounding it. You're trying to keep this win streak alive, and and when you get to a double digit win streak, I think that kind of takes on a life of its own, right? You you try to do a little bit more just to preserve it and and at some point you know it's going to end and i think there there might be just kind of a sense of okay you know what now we can go out and play we don't have to worry about keeping this win streak alive yeah i don't think they laid an egg by any means in this game uh arizona played really well arizona played very tight defensively uh you you could tell that uh i think from the overall entertainment uh aspect of this game compared to the other night from yep. from chances and and opportunities uh they they slowed this game down uh and and it's an opportunity it's a it's a matter of converting those opportunities that i talked about in the first seven minutes between carlson patcheretti and carry and when those don't go it gives the other team a little bit of confidence to to stick with the game plan and not open it up and uh this was this was a really solid performance by arizona far more so than there was anything from a from a uh, poor aspect from from the golden knights and i think you heard that a little bit of that in, in pete DeBoer and mark stone tonight let's head back out to the phone lines bring in rita rita how you doing oh i'm okay kind of bummed what do you want to get into, Rita? Well, I just want to say Darren really needs to own this. Maybe <laughs> send a fruit basket to the team with apologies. 
<laughs> okay, I will do yes. that. Stephanie and Rita yes. giving me the business tonight. And and I appreciate it uh, more than you will know, Rita, when you call up and uh, and, and and bust on me a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned the all-time winning, uh, winning streak, and I probably poured it on a little bit too much. And you I could tempted... have let it go two or three more. Not saying <laughs> 17, but a couple I, more would have been nice. You're Rita, right. Rita for, for context, I didn't even want to bring it up or entertain the idea until they were within two. So, you know, I'm just saying. It's all Darren's yeah. fault. Well, Ridiculous. thank you. All right, thanks for the call, Rita. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. The extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Golden Knights dropped this one 3 to nothing to the Arizona Coyotes. Interesting fact, the Arizona Coyotes, the only team to beat Robin Leonard in regulation as a Golden Knight. Yeah, it's <laughs> done twice. Yeah, it's odd. It's separated by three three months and change uh, that it happened. January 22nd and then tonight. That is... Uh, I don't think you can say Arizona's got his number. It's just one of those quirky, quirky little stats. I mean, Robin Leonard's been so good and so dominant since yeah. coming over that it's it's hard to find teams that, that have even taken points from the Golden Knights with him in net. Six-game losing or winning streak uh, is snapped uh, on Robin Leonard. A five-game road winning streak uh, comes to a close for the Golden Knights along with that 10-game winning streak. So... Uh, we're going to have to have a moment here to uh, to just uh, look up to the skies and and have a pause of reflection on on those three uh, those three winning streaks that, when that you, all come to a close. What's going on behind you there? You got got some well, action going. Yeah, there's there's some action going on. There's uh, some people playing the Derby Deluxe slot game. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure exactly what. I mean, I know what it is i'm just i'm not sure exactly where the action's at but hey listen <laughs> when you look up to the sky darren you contemplate all that you need to comp- contemplate tonight uh where is superman from uh superman uh superman has his home where's in he the, from? North, the north pole where's that, he from that's where i go no no no. where is he from if i send superman a letter i have to mail it to the north pole where is that's superman where his, from uh darren, that is incorrect I was, I was from that little town called Smallville. That is incorrect. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las I Vegas. Study harder. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 3 0 the final. The Arizona Coyotes defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Darren, your final thought. Uh, so the, the Golden Knights stumbled tonight. I have to admit something. You know where I usually sit on the flight deck and we do the show yeah. uh, on the, the postgame show? Well, I was on a folding chair, a folded chair, 
Okay. And I stood up to adjust something on the uh, on the system that I talked to you through oh, because be Bobby fun. wanted me to uh, to adjust it. And I went to sit back down, and the the chair had f flipped up, and it wasn't there when I was uh, <laughs> when I was going to sit down. So I'm in an arena. I'm in an arena all by myself. T-Mobile Arena, eighteen thousand seats in here, and I go right over the back of this thing and fall down on the flight deck. And I'm oh. looking around to see if anybody saw it. Uh, so that that sums up the night. It was just a, one of those uh, weird uh, fumbles. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I, I half embarrassed myself. And the uh, the Golden Knights came on the short end of a, of a decision in which I I thought they played okay. Uh, but they can I expect them to play much better and much more uh, intensity tomorrow night. That will be the next time the Golden Knights are in action tomorrow against the Arizona Coyotes. Game will go at 7 p.m. Pre-game show will be on the air at 6 p.m. Thanks to Darren Millard for jumping on and joining us here. Thanks to Jeff Rubino turning the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado and Jared Justice for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers, on the extended post-game show. We will be with you tomorrow right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights post-game show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.